Welcome to another episode of Crosstalk. So glad that you have joined us today. You will know that for the month of December, we have been looking at specifically hope is on the way, looking at the, the fact that in at the Advent calendar, uh, as for believers, we know Christmas is all about celebrating the hope of Jesus Christ who came not only to save us, but to sanctify us. And so we are so grateful uh, for this season uh, and, and are grateful that you have decided to join us today. Now, I have a guest who's going to uh, help us talk about the topic today and super excited uh, that he said yes and is on the podcast today. Jonathan, it, it's fun having two Jonathans. How are you today? Jonathan times two. I love it. It's uh, I'm the younger Jonathan, though. You I think. Are. Yeah, as I, as I, as I turned 41 this week, actually. Uh, and, oh, my uh, goodness. And you can like uh, you get real close. Right. You can kind of tell the gray in my beard. And yeah. <laughs> If you get I'm, real I'm, close, you can see that I have a beard. I can't yeah. even grow a beard as good as you I'm, can I'm grow. I'm super proud of you for having grown that. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, but and, I still got the hair on top of the head. Well, and that's the hard, like I started going, and me and Jonathan have known each other since we were teens, like young teens. Like we've Literally, known each yeah. other for almost 30 years, I think. Maybe 30. What years. a blessing, man. Right. I didn't even put that together. That's and, cool. and, 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 and you will know, cause we've known each other that long. I started going bald when I was about 15. So <laughs> you know, it's not an age thing. It, this is a, apparently it's all of my wisdom. hair. It's to, maturity. It wanted to migrate South all of <laughs> So how are you today? Dude, I'm doing really good. Uh, Florida is just getting done with a, a young adult retreat yeah. um, that we had out at Camp Keystone. We actually had some young adults from Georgia uh, come down and join us. And it was uh, the theme was Unleash. And yeah. so, um, uh, you know, you know how themes go. You remember back being kind of the DYS. You, know, you have a theme, but then the weekend kind of takes on its own animal of itself. And uh, I'm just telling you, the the times that we had for fellowship yeah. and worship, yeah. um, if those don't refill your tank of just the goodness of God, I'm telling you what, then you you need to be checked for a pulse because um, it, it's just so good. You know, at our core, sometimes we've got, you know, not, you know, 30 young adults. Maybe we're only, you know, two or three or whatever. Um, and so when we all come together, especially when Georgia jumped in. Um, it's just something about feeling connected to the body of Christ yeah. um, that really just kind of helps. Oh, wait, you struggle with this too, and I'm struggling, or oh, I was struggling with that, but not anymore. I'm kind of at this point now in my life. Um, and to just in the fellowship time to have those conversations, um, man, it really does the soul good. But then on top of that, the worship, um, you know, just the way the Holy Spirit, at least I can say for me personally, the way the Holy Spirit speaks to me during worship um it's just something that can't necessarily be replicated or duplicated it's you got to be in the moment and it's it's uh, again for some people maybe not uh having the opportunity or the access to the best worship at their their church their core and i say the best i mean define the best but um but we had a, a group that that was faithful to following the holy spirit and yeah in those moments to just be impacted in my life as to what the Holy Spirit was speaking and doing to me. Um, and look, being able to have kind of the bird's eye view of the room, I think it was evident for others as well. So doing really good, kind of coming off of that, you know, bit of a, a spiritual high point, you know, one of those those big rocks along the journey. And uh, so it's a, it's a good place to be this Monday morning. 
Amen. Well, I, I'm glad you're here. And you've answered a little bit of this, but but tell us, tell the, the audience who you are, what you do, yeah. uh, not just what you do, but but who you are, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Love it. Love it. So uh i won't i won't go back too far but just the the short the history uh you've already heard that you know jonathan and i know each other a lot but uh raised in the salvation army my entire life uh parents went to training when i was five months old um so salvation army is kind of the not the only thing i know but it's definitely the thing i know the most and am the most familiar with um did not want to become a Salvation Army officer. In fact, that was kind of my little agreement with me and Anita, uh, my wife, when we were dating um, and then just started to get married, um, that that was not something on the table. But the Lord works in mysterious ways. And lo and behold, uh, we went to the training school back in goodness, 2006. Man, I'm feeling really old this morning. One year. Yeah. Oh man. So 2006. Yeah. We, we were there for a year together, right? Yeah. 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 Um, and then, uh, I remember the first day we walked into the training school, they're like, so tell us, why do you want to be Salvation Army officers? And we're like, well, we don't. Um, and, and the reason why we didn't, um, is just because there's just something to having that trajectory, that, that control over the, the path of your own life, uh, that certainly feels comfortable in the moment. Um, Versus becoming an officer and kind of turning the the reins over um, to yes the Salvation Army but ultimately over to God of yeah. kind of use me uh, here and wherever and whenever um, and so we we knew what that would mean and so became officers uh, commissioned in 2008 we did a little bit of time in South Alabama South Georgia uh, Memphis Tennessee where you know you're at the crock right now we got a little crock experience out there. Um, for five years at the Memphis Croc. Yeah. Uh, I still think it's one of the best, and I'll go toe-to-toe with anybody in Augusta uh, to come and Let's talk go. about that. Um, Next time I see I, you. But, yes, <laughs> that was because we modeled our so much off of the successes and the good things that Augusta uh, Augusta Croc did. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're the we're the 2.0. You guys That's are the pigs. Fair enough. Um, it's hard to argue that. And then um, yeah, we got the chance to become a, a DYS again, followed the Ramers to Maryland, West Virginia, uh, up at Camp Tomahawk. Yep. Moment Love silence. it. That's right. May she rest in peace. Mm. Oh, that's still sensitive to my heart. That's still too, too soon. Um, it, yeah. And so we were DYSs there, which is, uh, if anyone's watching this, it doesn't know the Salvation Army. That means you're in youth work and you just get to, you know, run. A summer camp uh, all summer long, uh, hire a staff of teenagers and young adults, and then uh, the the different Salvation Armies bring in kids uh, all summer long to stay for a week at a time, and you go five or six weeks, depending on where you're at. And then just three years ago, they did the same thing uh, with that with us to Florida. So now here in Florida with the, the youth department, uh, youth and music department, we claim them uh, because they're awesome people. Um, and so... Who I am, I am a guy who loves the Lord and who mm -hmm. loves to have fun. Um, I really believe that's a big part of who I am, of having fun. Um, not that every moment is a joke. It's certainly not. But I love to, uh, even in the hard times, find the joy um, mm -hmm. in the moments. And so life has certainly not been perfect for us or easy for us. Um, but I believe that even in the tough moments, there's ways to have fun and even enjoy the hard moments. Um, and then last but not least, we got two kids. Um, we got Noah, our oldest. He's 16. 
and goodness, uh, what a what a blessing he is. But I am learning why people say so much about teenagers. Um, <laughs> goodness, and then fourteen year old daughter McKaylin, uh, who is just as funny as can be. Um, if you could just take me and put me in the female form, then uh, I think you'd get McKaylin. Well, same with Noah. I don't know, man. My kids are too much like me to where it's like I want to argue back with them, but I can't. Uh, but they are the joy that keeps me going. Um, they, uh, they, better, I, I would take Noah anywhere with me. He's my best friend. Um, and Michaela knows that <laughs> um, I, I love them both dearly. Um, but they, yeah, if I could just spend every day with them, I would, because I think they're awesome. Um, and so that's, that's just, yeah, the little quick and dirty on who Jonathan is married to my, my lovely bride, Anita. Uh, she's the better one, and I know you invited her to be on here for good reason, and you got stuck with me instead. Um, and <laughs> I invited I you both were, for the audience. You did. Oh, you, you did. You did. Uh, but she unfortunately can't join this morning. So, But I'm glad to be here because I, I know even in my history, I've had a lot of fun uh, with you, Jay Ray. And there is uh, even the topic as we're talking today, like these are things that I think even as we have navigated life together, um, we know that it hasn't been perfect and that there have been things that have come along the way that, um, that I believe the Lord has put in our paths as becoming officers and what it means to be an officer and kind of just even the, the faith journey of that as we have co-labored in that, usually, yes, uh, apart from each other, but yes. still in the same you know, line of work. And so um, it's, it's fun to be able to do this with you, certainly on a topic that I think we can both easily relate to. Yeah. Yeah. And, and again, thank you for uh, joining uh, me today. And, and, and with that, let's let's introduce that topic. So today we're talking, we've been talking about uh, the last two weeks, John the Baptist and, and preparing the way. And, and even when you have questions, what do you do when hope is on the way? Today, we're looking at Joseph, right? The, 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 uh, the adoptive father, we'll say, of Jesus. Um, and looking specifically at, at Matthew 1, uh, where the angel appears to Joseph's and says, hey, you know, take Mary to be your wife. She's pregnant. And and Joseph kind of is like, what? Why? Dealing with that. I love coupling that in with what you said a moment ago. I love that you one of the things phrases you used was turning the reins over. Mm. Uh, and I love that in the context of what we're talking about. Uh, today with Joseph, right? Because today is all about hope is on the way. What do we do when we don't fully understand, right? Because Joseph was definitely like, I'm so lost in all of this because of the the culture and and Mary getting uh, pregnant outside of uh, them being married. How does that all look? You know, to be indelicate, indelicate with it, but 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 that's the reality of it, right? Is working. Yeah that so turning the reins over uh to god and you spoke a little bit about this but let me go a little deeper with what does it look like to trust in god mm-hmm. even when we don't fully understand yeah it's so even your topic hope is on the way it's it alludes yeah. to the fact that hope is needed yeah right that okay whatever the situation is I, I need some hope. Uh, I don't usually find myself needing hope in the, in the highlights of, of things of life. Um, 
you know, when things are going great, uh, I'll even just use my, my own family as an example. When the four of us are sitting down at dinner and the conversation is going well, people are, are laughing, uh, you know, having good conversation. You know, it's a good family dinner when people chuckle at the ketchup bottle making the fart noise. <laughs> like, you know, it's just like it does it. And like people giggle. It's like, you know, all is right with the world. But when the ketchup bottle makes the noise and no one even recognizes it or giggles, and there's just that hard conversations around the table, that thickness, man, mm. it's in those moments that you're hoping, like, I hope this moment passes, or I hope that we, you know, navigate. Sorry, we had a little technical difficulty, but uh, excited to be back up and running. My fault. So, as you were saying, <laughs> no, we're, we're good. We're good, Jonathan. Go on, so man. I was just saying about the the hope being on the way, and yeah. my computer crash was a great example. I don't know if y'all got what I was saying, even about my family, um, and in the moments where you know we can have hard discussions together, and you hope that you get through that. Um, you hope that you know this conversation can can pass and you can move on to some of the the better moments of life um even in our own little computer issues here right now you know i had an issue my computer screen uh, crashed and i'm hoping like man that i need i have this hope to for something to come and so uh even the phrase of being hope is on the way um i could only imagine the awkward conversation between joseph and mary and <laughs> in that moment you know right. Having this feeling of hopelessness, you know, that something tragic is either happened to their their life or something. You're in an awkward or hard moment of your life that definitely doesn't feel comfortable. And you are just grasping at straws for hope to come, for something to come. And, you know, it's like the pinch, like this isn't real. It's the nightmare dream. Like maybe if I roll over, I'll wake up. Like it's the the hope of something's got to alleviate this tension, this uncomfortableness. Uh, something needs to remedy, you know, what I'm going through. And to even know that hope is on the way, um, I, it's glad, I'm glad that you say that, but it's hard to know that it's actually on the way in the moments, you know? And that's why yeah. I'm grateful for even the fact that you keep doing a podcast like this to remind people that it's on the way because sometimes in the thick of it, you don't even know that it is on the way. And we know that some people don't believe that it is and they're just stuck in those moments. And so Joseph, I think he gets a little help help though uh, by actually having an angel come to visit him. Like, right. I don't know if that's a help or not. I mean, to be <laughs> honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Cause every, so there's, there's like, I think over 300 times, uh, the phrase do not be afraid is in scripture. And almost every time it's an <laughs> angel telling the person that he's, that the angel's coming to like, don't be afraid. So it, it is that like, Whoa, what the heck's happening right now? Um, right. <laughs> yeah, it's no, I'm not afraid. I mean, just ignore the mess running down my leg, but right. no, I'm not afraid. <laughs> Well, it, it is this real uh, because in the real world context, and it's in, and it's a reminder of when you read scripture, these were real people, right? That yeah. were really struggling with things, and within the context of the culture of the day, uh, as as an Orthodox Jewish person, mm -hmm. right? 
that there there yep. is so much shame attached to your betrothed having yeah. become pregnant before you're married for sure like and it's not something you can hide I yeah mean, right <laughs> and and moreover joseph also has within his power whether whether you know it's a different time but he has within his power to have mary stoned to death yeah so so there is these things that are coming on and and joseph just doesn't understand but joseph being a good man decides i'll just break it off quietly and but then the angel appears right and and lays out so it, it in that context you know have you ever had that moment where you you were maybe not fully understanding but then maybe not an angel but but definitely something from god said boom there it is. Yes, but, and I still didn't believe. And yeah. so, um, uh, summer service team back in 2003, maybe, um, summer service team, uh, I'll try to make a really long story short. Uh, part of our job, uh, on being, uh, out in Moldova was going to a Salvation Army camp that included a drive through another country. So it, the, the camp was still in Moldova, <clears throat> but you had to cross into another border and then back into Moldova. Kind of like places uh, up around like Georgia and Tennessee, you know, maybe yeah, yeah. you're you still going? staying there, but the road just curves through into another state, but then you're you're still in Georgia eventually. Um, and so, but this other country was at war. And so to enter through their country had to be a checkpoint, a military checkpoint and uh, passports, all this stuff. And this checkpoint was real serious. I mean, barking dogs at the car, AKs in the window. First thing they told me when I'm traveling overseas is don't, you know, ever give your passport away to anybody. Don't ever, you know, have it without your possession. And the moment someone sticks an AK in the car and says, give me your passport, it's just like, yeah, oh, no, okay. <laughs> you know, you're freaking out. So um, <clears throat> I was really nervous and scared that one time we had to go through the checkpoint. They made us unload the car and everything. And they're talking in obviously language I don't understand. Um, we're all dead stone quiet. Well, fast forward, I'm having to make this trip through this checkpoint uh, now just for the second time. So I haven't done it a lot. And it's just me, uh, a driver slash interpreter, and one other guy named Jonathan. Not you, but another Jonathan. And we're coming down the hill to this bridge, a high bridge checkpoint, military checkpoint. And the lights are all on. And as we're coming down the hill, we're still, I don't know, a little bit more than a half mile away. You can see it off in the distance. <clears throat> the other Jonathan says, I forgot my passport. And I'm like, oh, goodness. All right, well, we need to turn around and go get it. There's no way we're going through there. And the driver, he says, no, we can't turn around. They see us and they'll think we're trying to evade them and they will come after us. We got to, you know, still go to the checkpoint. I'm like, but he doesn't have his passport. What are we going to do? So as the van is going, I'm really starting to get nervous. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And the driver, Sasha, he's young. He's our age. He goes, we're going to pray. And I'm like, bro, this isn't Corkadex. This isn't, you know, <laughs> this isn't home league right now. Those are real guns. That's Those are real tanks on the side of the road. Those are real AKs. Like, mm -hmm. I don't want the Sunday school answer. We're going to, we're going to pray. Mm -hmm. No, we're not. We're going to jump into the woods. We're going to. We're going to do something else. And I really feel like he was this word of, of the Holy Spirit of saying, we are going to trust in the Lord. Hmm. And I, I did start to pray, but not because I believed it, if I could be honest with you. Like, I'm praying, but my, my head is saying, 
this ain't gonna work. I'm still trying to think like, okay, if I jump off this bridge, how high is it before the water? Like, I'm still trying to think a survival plan because my head and my heart is not believing that prayer is gonna work. And lo and behold, we prayed like no other. And they stuck the guns in the car just to look. They didn't talk or ask for anything. And then just waved us on by. No ask of passports, no questions where we're going, no mm. nothing. Um, and so it was a moment where I feel like I acted in faith, but not because I had faith. Mm. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah. And and as I think of Joseph, um, I, I you know, sure, he had an angel appear to him. But correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, it's in Hebrews, the hall of faith, right? Yeah. Is, I don't know if Joseph's name's in there. It doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I, I think he came around to having faith. Mm. But I think as I read this text, and I may be jumping too quickly to the end, but I think what I don't take away from this is Joseph's faith, mm. but God's faithfulness. Mm. And as I think back to myself on that bridge, I'm not encouraged or inspired by, man, Jonathan had so much faith in that moment to pray. No, I didn't. I was still thinking in my mind how this is going to work out. But it wasn't about my faith on that moment as much as it was about God's faithfulness to even hear and answer my prayers, even in the midst of my own unbelief or disbelief. Um, And so as I'm even thinking of other people going through situations that need hope, Man, it's it feels really hard to even feel that you have enough faith inside of you to believe that God is really sending some hope on the way. Um, that that faithometer could be running really low. But I don't think this is a story about Joseph's faith mm-hmm. as much as it is of God's faithfulness in those moments. Yeah, yeah, and and I love the 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 thought in the in the working through of god is infinitely faithful to us mm. like infinitely uh yeah. and even when we have those moments those laps because i i am broken right yeah. that that is part of unfortunately because of adam and eve and the decision uh from from that the fall then affects all of us and so uh i am inherently broken because of the sin nature that that i've been born into uh and so it does take uh, those kind of things to like shake me out of my complacency shake me yeah. out of my you know lack of understanding or faith and 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 in that right even the the story which is a great story that that you just shared even in that story like I don't know to this day, maybe you fully understand all the workings. Like what, what happened? I don't, I don't yeah. know. But God literally me through that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was in a moment that I think there's no way through. Like I, I thought this is, you know, we're going to be held in a jail, you know, I, yeah. this is before times of cell phones. I mean, it's right. not like, <laughs> you know, I've got an international plan here. I can call somebody. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, they put you away somewhere for however long they want. And so there's just no end in sight. And I didn't think that there was even enough faith inside of me, you know, which is good that it wasn't dependent on the amount of faith inside of me. 
Um, because again, when people are going through hopeless situations, it's not usually the time that they're standing the most strong with the most courage yeah. to say, this is great. The Lord is about to act on my behalf. Yeah. You know, you're, you're usually really ticked off. You're really sad. You're really, uh, hopeless. Uh, you're on your last straw and you know, it, we sung a song. Um, I thought you showed up late. Da, 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 da. I forget the song. We were just singing it this weekend, but it says you arrived every time, never behind. Yeah. And there's moments that, that the Lord waits until those moments to arrive. Yeah. Um, and we feel like it, you know, it's bad timing. And I'm sure Joseph thought this is really bad timing. Like, couldn't you have waited to get Mary pregnant? Like until we at least lived in the same house together. Like, why couldn't you have done that? Like, <laughs> You know, I mean, I it's guess maybe true. this wouldn't have been a virgin. I don't know. But yeah. like do it the day before. I mean, people aren't gonna know math, you know. I I don't know. I guess they needed to prove that, you know, she was the virgin. And but you know, I mean, they don't back then they don't consummate the marriage, right? Obviously, until they live together. And so people know she's still living with her parents, not living over at Joseph's crib yet. And so like they they know. And they can see the baby bump come, you know, uh, you know, and do the math. Like, hold on, you've only lived with Joseph for three months, but that baby bump looks a little, you know, like they're going to. And so God's timing, it's just, it's incredible. And it doesn't make sense to us. And it didn't make sense to Joseph. And that's why he doubted. That's why he had great concern. Um, mm. But it's, it's the way that God works in ways that we don't understand. Um, which I want to say one more thing. Anita said this this weekend. Um, so I'm totally giving her the credit. I don't know where she got it from, but she said for so many of us, we have become comfortable with the uncomfortable of the known. Hmm. We have become comfortable with the uncomfortable of the known. So some of our situations that we are accepting that we are in, we have become comfortable with it, but even those situations are uncomfortable. And so whether that's from a result of my own decisions or things that have happened to me in my life, the, the current is uncomfortable, but at least it's predictable. And I've become comfortable even in the uncomfortable, but the known, the predictable. And she challenged us to become uncomfortable with the unknown or comfortable with the uncomfortable feeling that comes from the unknown, the willingness to step out into the unknown instead of just being pacified with the even uncomfortable situation that we're in of the predictable situation to rather be comfortable with the uncomfortableness of the unknown, uh, which really takes faith. It really yeah. does. And, yeah. and I don't think you're ever going to feel like you have enough faith to step out into the unknown. And I don't think Joseph, felt like he had enough faith to go forward with all of this. Certainly not at first, but I think he just found some way to take that step, that one step into the unknown. Like, I'm not really sure I understand how God got my wife pregnant. I don't really know that. I don't comprehend that. I can't study that. I can't uh, explain that. Yeah. The known is she's pregnant without me. And so even the uncomfortableness of divorcing her 
and quietly like that's an uncomfortable moment mm. but it's predictable like we know how that works out that they he knows that of, of their culture you know and so being comfortable with the uncomfortableness of the of the known versus being comfortable with the uncomfortableness of the unknown okay i don't i don't know what this is going to look like going forward with this marriage yeah it's unknown it's never happened before i can't rely on a podcast to walk me through it my friend jay ray <laughs> You know, can't say, oh, bro, God got my girl pregnant, too, the other day. This is what I did. Like, it's unknown. Yeah. But to take, to take that it's one happened step. once in human history. Once. <laughs> right. right. Once. Uh, and, and, and as you're talking, a couple things come to mind. One, you, you made me think of when you, you gave the lyrics, you made me think of another song uh, that we sing. Right. It, it's Firm Foundation. And, and, and it's that it's that. He's faithful yeah. through every season, so why would he fail now? And the response is, he won't. He won't fail. I, I love that thought of, yeah, even I'm going to walk right in through the valley of the shadow. I'm going to walk through some stuff. He's not going to fail me. But then I also, as you're talking, thought through the fact that that Joseph, something that hadn't hit me until literally just now, mm. Joseph died before seeing his son resurrected right he's yeah. died before the yep. full evidence of jesus christ as the son of god so he didn't get to see the end of it right and sit and yet still taking that okay i'm gonna take this step i'm gonna take this step i i, I think i i think it's beautifully said the way you you, you walk through that i i I think sometimes we view our faith as it has to be this grandiose thing i think it's a today i'm going to take this step and I'm going to take this step, and then I'm going to take this step. Whatever you have for me today, I'm going to take that today. Yeah, uh, by and, faith, and it, it and it yeah. doesn't solve necessarily the situation that we're hoping that hope brings. Like him saying, "Okay, fine, I'm going to adopt this son." Suddenly, his world didn't just get better. Yeah, yeah, you know. But like, and we don't even know like when he passes. We don't know much more about Joseph except for this little bit. Yeah, but it's huge, right? Because yeah, it's, of, the it's whole, massive. of the whole divinity line. Um, yeah, you know, right. of that, it's, like it, it, it's massive. it matters. It matters. Right. And in so the culture his... of the day, having a Joseph, right? Mary needed Joseph, which means God needed Joseph. His little piece that we might see as this little piece, he needed Joseph. So the little piece that I have, it, it's crazy to think about because he's divine. Mm -hmm. He wants to incorporate me in those and in, in the divine plan. Like that's wild. I I I also have this 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 verse that I think kind of encapsulates a lot of this. And and everyone knows if you've if you're gone to church before, you know Proverbs three, right? Five and six. Trust I'm in the Lord. I'm looking on my Bible here. Is it trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding and all your ways, submit to him, and he will make your paths straight. Doesn't say without obstacles, doesn't say without moments of of difficulty, doesn't say that at all. In fact, Jesus reiterates, it's going to be rough. Like in the New Testament, Jesus talks about, you follow me, you will take up your cross and follow me. But it is that I just, I trust. I trust. Let's see what happens. 
Even yeah, trust even in the uncomfortableness. Yeah, trust even though that step doesn't make it better. Yeah, um, and that's that's the hard part, Jay. Right? That's yeah, that's that's the part where it's just like, okay, I've taken this many steps, and it's still uncomfortable. Mm. But never fully knowing, like, but this is the purpose that God is going to use it through. And yeah. you're right, yeah, and to not even be able to necessarily see it through. But to be able to definitely look back and say, that step, I was faithful. Yeah. This it's, step, it's, I was faithful. It's, it's, it also reminds me of, of the writer of 2 Corinthians in uh, chapter 4. He, he, you know, he, he lays out, we mm. fix our eyes on not on what is seen, but what is unseen. Since yeah. what is seen is temporary. right? This thing I see in front of me is temporary. But what is unseen is eternal. Mm. It's, it's that kind of working through, right? That uncomfortableness of what I see in front of me, recognizing that there are unseen things that are eternal, that will go on forever, long past this uncomfortable moment I have with my betrothed or, or whatever yeah. in your circumstance. Uh, even when I don't fully understand, there are unseen things yeah. that will last for eternity. I, I think through there was an appointment that that I had as as the pastor, me and my wife at a at a congregation in the three years we served there. I didn't realize until after I left how much I did not like serving there. Hmm. However. However, I look back at that and I see all of the fruits that were born out wow. of the three years being there. And how that is multiplied and all unseen things in the moment, the uncomfortableness of what I see in front of me and how much I have distaste for it. Yeah. God then bringing people back later saying this, this, this. Yeah. It just kind of changes that my feeling towards that place. Uh, not that I have any anything in my heart against any place I've ever been, uh, but it does change that like, oh, even when my own working through my own personal, I don't, I don't, what, am I doing anything here? Yeah. God showed me uh, you were faithful in this. And, and it would be, maybe you think it would be helpful if you knew that stuff ahead of time. Like sure. if God had laid, you know, put on your desk, the brief, you know, when you first right. got there and said, hey, in 10 years, when you look back, you're going to see this. So make sure you do these steps. You would think that would be helpful. But would you even believe it in the moment? You know what I mean? Like, right. here's an angel showing up to Joseph. You know, this is Mary's got God's son inside of her. You're going to call him Jesus. And he's the Messiah. Uh -huh. And you're going to do this. Like, do you even fully believe it? I, 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 I don't know if he did or if he just took one step at a time was like, yeah, all right, I'm just going to play this out. Like, sure. Well, she's about to, you know, give birth and we'll call him Jesus. I don't really even know what this is going to be, but you know, so like, would you even believe it? And that's, um, what does it say? Uh, is it Habakkuk, uh, Look to the nations and be utterly amazed for I'm about yeah. to do something in your days uh, that you would never believe, even if someone were to tell you. Like, And so for anyone watching this who's you know waiting for this hope on the way, 
um, you know, that, that the Lord is going to do something for you, with you, through you. Amen. But even if you were being told and shown in this moment, would you even believe it? You know, yeah. sometimes it's just so hard. The blinders are just right there. And I, I, I don't know that I would. And, and maybe it's best that I don't even know that I just focus on his lamp being, you know, a light to my step and that lamp illuminates, you know, the next step, maybe two steps, but it's not, you know, it's not a, a freaking laser beam that's going to go, you know, to eternity. It's just showing me that next step, that next step. Um, and I think also in Isaiah where it just says for his ways are not my ways, mm -hmm. you know, his thoughts are not my thoughts. They're very separate. They're very different. And so even if he were to tell me his ways, I don't even know if it would compute, if it would calculate up here within my ways to the point where I'd be like, oh, that's what you're going to do, Lord. And then click in it in the moment. And I yeah. think it is one of those, those hindsight things to be able to have the blessing, which I think is a blessing because I think there are times that we can look back and still not even see, Lord, I don't know why you made me go through that. Uh, you know, and so to, that you that you can see it, I think, is a blessing to look back and still see his faithfulness through the unknown of then. Um, and so I and that's that's an encouragement to others. Yeah. When you're stuck, kind of when you can't see a way forward, take a look back at his faithfulness. And that's why we do sing songs like that. It's to remind ourselves of his faithfulness um, in the past and. Yeah how we should trust and believe in going forward that he hasn't failed yet. Amen. He's not going to start right now. Yeah. Amen. Amen. It's good stuff. I, I appreciate you joining me uh, today. I wonder if you wouldn't close us in prayer, brother. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Love to. Lord, we come before you uh, first to declare our love for you. Mm. Uh, Lord, you have been so good to us, even in moments that we don't deserve your goodness, moments that we don't deserve your love. Uh, Lord, you have been faithful to us in moments that we are just not deserving. But Lord, as we um, look at this word, as we even just seek how you move and work in our lives, Lord, we just want to confess that there's times that you work in our lives that we just don't understand. Mm. And, and I don't think that it's even our design to understand you, Lord. And so I just want to, even just for me, and, and maybe this is the prayer of anyone watching, Lord, to confess and just uh, declare, Lord, we trust you. Mm. And I just ask that you would um, continue to be uh, merciful to us in the moments where our human minds lack trust, um, where we don't understand why we're in a situation that we're in. But Lord, for us to know that in whatever situation that we can fix our eyes on you and trust you every step along the way. Yeah. Lord, I pray that if there's anyone uh, watching this that needs uh, an angel to appear like, like happened to Joseph. Lord, maybe it's not going to be a physical angel in the room, but I pray that you would speak through your Holy Spirit in a way that is so clear. Lord, maybe we won't understand or or fully um, uh, you know, translate why you want us to do something, but Lord, that we would know without a shadow of a doubt what you want us to do, that you would speak boldly and clearly to us, 
And Lord, when we do hear your word, when we hear your Holy Spirit tugging and pulling on our hearts, Lord, that we would be bold enough like Joseph to take that next step, even when we don't understand it. But Lord, just trusting you that there's a reason for that step. Lord, I pray that for our families. I pray that for our decisions as we're, we're making decisions about school or jobs or finances. Lord, that even when we don't understand that we would just turn to you, your word, your Holy Spirit, and that we would be trusting enough to take that next step, even when we can't comprehend why we're making that step. Mm. Lord, we just thank you for your faithfulness as we look back on the past. I thank you for Jonathan and for the way that you have called his life. And Lord, even in moments where he may not understand seasons, the blessing that you've been able to give of the looking back and to see your work, the way that your hand has moved. And so, Lord, may we continue to be reminded as we move forward with stories like that of your faithfulness. Um, uh, And just even though the words to the song, great is thy faithfulness. Um, You've never failed. Mm. Why would you start now? Yeah. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. We love you. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you to Jonathan for joining me today. Uh, Thank you for all of you who have uh, listened or watched, however you have uh, interacted. Thanks for your patience through my computer issues, y'all. Tell Florida I need a new computer. We got to get on this crop level. Come on. I I would would say to all of you uh, listening, the Salvation Army is literally around the world. Find a Salvation Army near you. uh, Get involved. Uh, And if you're in the Augusta area, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning. May God bless uh, each and every one of you and Merry Christmas.